the Fantasy Six-Pack Hour. With your hosts, Joe Bob and A.J. Appleton. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All right. Welcome to the Fantasy Six-Pack Hour. My name is Joe Bond, founder of FantasySixPack.net. With me as usual, AJ Abergarth. What's up, man? What's happening? What's happening? Uh, We are watching the Lions absolutely destroy the Packers. Decimation. It is... uh, Pretty incredible. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Ah, that being said, man, it is a Thursday night, and I'm looking forward to talk some football with you guys here. Uh, so, That's right. Um, before we jump into things here, though, let's get to business. Um, hit that subscribe button. Hit those like buttons. Uh, leave those comments. Leave those five-star reviews wherever you're listening or watching. We appreciate it. does a lot of help for us. And, of course, go over to fantasysixpack.net. And I already forgot all the banners. I suck at this. Uh, our, our producer is not here. Uh, this is gone. So thanks, Just Mike. Attempting um, no. to run the show. <laughs> um, so, yeah, jump out of fantasysixpack.net slash plans and become an all-access member of Fantasy Six Pack today. Well, you're going to get access to our award-winning rankings. You're going to get access to our Discord, our members-only Discord channels. Uh, we have a free Discord, but we also have our members-only Discord uh, where you can ask us you know, your direct custom questions. We answer a lot of them. They, uh, everybody who's in there seems to be loving the advice. Uh, you're also going to get access to our DFS and betting projections, our um, other DFS uh, and betting advice, and, and then some. Guys, it, it is, is an awesome deal, um, so jump over there today and become a member and um aj man i think uh i i want to i want to say a little something man uh, i want to congratulate you for being uh number what number four rasbowl right now number four in rasbowl and you're what uh, number 84 i think in scottfish 13 scottfish yeah man I, i'm not doing one. so hot in scottfish although to yeah, be fair, Josh Jacobs has completely <clears throat> shit the bed uh, so far. I've not, I've not had Cooper Cup. I've also not had uh, Christian Watson, who returned today, but I did not start him, yeah. thankfully. Uh, I think that's going to be a yeah, wise I, decision, it's looking like. Did um, in one but, league, and I'm... Uh, but yeah, it, it's... But... Uh, we also have in Scott Fish, I believe, Keith Lott, who runs our projections number six number six um we've got a couple other guys in the top 100 or at least top 150 i believe which i know top 150 doesn't sound awesome but for those of you who do not know there are over three thousand people in scott fish so top 150 is phenomenal uh (laughs) and uh being top six is incredible so kudos to to uh, keith on that i'm Um, 84 
So yeah, and, and so also Razbol seventy fifth out of uh, six hundred teams in Warrior Bowl. So nice, man. Yeah, nice. representing yeah. pretty well for for the first few weeks here. Yeah, man. Uh, see if uh, I yeah, Razbol. We've got you got you at four. We've got Nick Spencer at five, who does the rankings with me over Fancy Six Pack. Ryan Kirksey at twelve, and I'm actually number two. So uh, it, 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 it's you been a hell of a run for won? Fancy Six Pack so far. In I Ras thought Bowl. you were at the top spot. In Rasbol? Yeah. No, nah, number two. Oh, there's somebody else right in front of me by like four points. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But I knew it was close. So yeah, it's super close. Uh, but yeah, man, it's uh, it's been it's been, but and I've done that. I've gotten the number two overall in Rasbowl without Aaron Jones and without Austin Eckler the last two weeks. How That's nuts! Crazy. I mean, I'd, I I would think I'd easily be number one with those two healthy. But uh, yeah. yeah, it's it's pretty nuts, man. Uh, so, so yeah. Speaking of uh, of news, I do want to. Uh, Give our our sincere condolences. Uh, Baseball world lost a magic man, Mr. Oriole Brooks Robinson, passed away earlier this week. And uh, go O's. Yeah, definitely uh, a sad day in in baseball history in general. Um, definitely hits harder for us being O's fans. Um, my father in law is a huge Brooks Robinson fan, so uh, I know he's taken it pretty hard. He. Uh, played third base and and wore number five you know and it just it was his, his guy so definitely a sad day for that um but speaking of of other good things to come i, I don't want to continue to toot my own horn but i also was uh the winner this week of a deandre swift signed i saw that fantasy man. cares Dude, he, um, yeah that, that was, was awesome um just you know people go out donate to the cause you know it, it, they they have so many different charities there at fantasy cares um you know obviously run through scott fish bowl you know is that's their main charity there as well um it, it was awesome like i didn't i didn't expect to win i i just threw 50 bucks at it and was like yeah we'll see what happens if not you know no big deal it's it's more money that I've I've put towards fantasy cares this year, um, just to help the causes. And then I I came back from lunch and started watching the video, and you know they they announced it right away, and I was just like, okay, all right, holy crap, like this is awesome. You know they had my name pop up on the little banner and everything on the the YouTube channel. The yes, yes, people, man, so, God Bosch, he's awesome, man. Yeah, it was uh it was pretty sweet. So thank you guys again for that. Uh, fancy cares and um just it's just been a good season so far for me so i, I don't know what's going on <laughs> it's, not, <laughs> it's not usually like this uh at least it hasn't been for for a few years so it'll end eventually um exactly. but yeah um all right well so. let's uh let's get to our guests let's get to uh some football here and let's get going what do we got what do we got yeah, man. Uh, yeah, so we're going to be bringing in our guest and uh, Mr. J.J. Schultz. What's up? Uh, I didn't screw it up. Um, you crushed it, bro. One for one. Man. Um, so our Started resident dynasty 
podcaster and writer over at Fantasy Six Pack joins us tonight to talk about some of our week four rankings and start sit decisions and then a little bit of extra news. And by the way, we got a little bit of extra fun at the end that we're going to announce. So uh, stay tuned for that. Uh, We're going to have a a lot of fun on the show, hopefully for the rest of the season. And and you all are more than welcome to join. Um, But um, what do you think of this game so far, man? Oh man, I switched over to the Mariners game. Like we're pretty much playoff game from here on out. Like we gotta win out basically. <laughs> so like I I switched it over to the Mariners. I uh I am pulling for the Mariners hard oh, right man, now. That last last night was a rough one. That was that was killer. I do not I, I would love to have the Astros not make the playoffs and Dude, have the yes. Phillies back in as the number one wild card. Um, I already hated the Astros, and then I went to yeah. the Mariners playoff game last year that went 18 innings against the freaking Astros, and we lost on that late Ooh, fucking homer. Brutal. So like, I just I cannot brutal. stand them, man. <laughs> brutal. Yeah. Um. All right, man. Well, let's let's before we jump into things here, do our beer of the week. Mm, beer. All right, JJ. What uh, what you got for us? I'm a little boring today, but just a little bit of Michelob Ultra. You know, figure watch the figure a little bit. Ain't especially no the thing, winter man. months coming it's on, fine. you know. We good. Can't golf as much, so keeping it light. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. Yeah. AJ. Um, I myself am drinking a Trogues Independent Brewing. Uh, I guess it's Hopora. Uh, H-O-P-O-R-A. Uh, it's an Hopora. IPA. Yeah, it's... I can yeah, find we, it. It's it's, it's lighter. Cool. My, it's mine won't. My my uh, pronunciation of of my beer won't be much better. Yeah, <laughs> it's a uh, six point two. Um, hop cycle is fall. Citra, Solero, and Chinook hops. Yeah, pretty good. I mean, it's it's light, easy drinking, and crushable. Cool. It's a good combination. So I'm drinking. It's. The brewery name, we talked about this before the show, so um, we all three had a different pronunciation. So I'm going with 10 Ike Brewing Company. It's E-Y-C-K. as from Queenstown, Maryland. Um, it is called Stand Up Triple. And I saw it, and even though I already had lunch, I got super hungry because that <laughs> looks phenomenal. That's awesome. <laughs> I was oh, like, well, that got my attention. It that is was a not what came to my mind when I heard the title. On the Oof. front of the uh, can, by the way. Um, and it doesn't help that they had the Oriole bird on the back. So okay. Like, that's, oh, I was Oriole's, like, I, was, I, I right, figured it was a baseball game. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Um, okay. So, yeah. Uh, it is a obviously a triple IPA. Got Mosaic and Nelson Sauvin. Whatever. Yeah. These days. I don't know. Uh, Nelson Sauvin. <laughs> I know that's what I wanted to say, <laughs> but I didn't. Uh, but no, it's it's good stuff. I actually gave it like a three and three quarters. It's like kind of in between. Like some sips, I'm like, Ugh. and then some sips, I'm like, oh, it's alright. Uh, it's sort of it's like kind of a weird in between three and three quarters and and um, four. But um, all right, man. So we're gonna jump into our rankings review via some start sit scenarios. And uh, you guys ready? Uh, I be- I believe we are. I, uh, I I appreciate you dumping the praise on me. Uh, now it's my turn. I would like to dump some praise back on you for hitting back-to-back weeks in the top 10 of the uh, accuracy ranking. 
so far. I mean, obviously we know from the banners and everything Thank you. how you're uh, pretty good at this ranking thing, um, mm-hmm. you know, year in and year out and you're back at it again. So I, I'm proud of you. Very proud much so. <laughs> keep, keep up the good Thank work. Thank you. Um, Fantasy six pack people take notes, pay attention. We're here. <laughs> we're not going anywhere. We're kicking ass. Hello, Jamie. All right. Glad to have you here, man. What up, Jamie? Uh, and we do have a question real quick. I actually, AJ, um, and again, like you, I didn't want to, I, I hate to toot my own horn, but probably most like most impressive of all that is a, I've actually moved up to number two overall. Yeah. Right behind Sean Carner. That's who we know is good. a complete machine. That dude is a monster. He's he's yeah. so awesome. Um, I've lost to him many, many times in the accuracy challenge. <laughs> <laughs> and rightfully so. The dude is awesome. Uh, but we do have a question here, real quick. Um, Albert asks uh, DeAndre Swift or Kyron Williams. Half PPR. I believe we're gonna get to some of this, but I will answer your question now. I am going Kyron Williams myself. Ooh. Interesting. I'm going the other way. I'm going Swifty. Yeah, I'm tie breaking with Swifty this week. Uh, Washington's got a solid defense, but. Swift has been unstoppable, and I just won the jersey for him. So I, I, have to I do, them. I do worry that they are still getting Gainwell super heavily involved here. Yeah. Um, now I do realize, and I even said this in my usage uh, article, that a lot of Gainwell's carries were, you know, in garbage time. They were running out the clock last, you know, last drive type of thing. But they still want him. Like if you kind of followed the game, his snaps, he was on the field a lot. Like they kind of like flipped flopped. Um so I I do like again, I just don't fully trust the Eagles backfield, kind of like I said last year. So you know it, or last week I mean so it you know it is what it is. But uh um all right, well, let, let's get into this thing. Um, yeah. AJ, are you going to read it? Are we going to flip-flop here without, without yeah, I'll, uh, what we're going to do? I'll, I'll start with quarterbacks, and then you can read running backs, and then cool. I'll start receivers. We'll do it that way. Let's do it. Cool. All right. So the first quarterbacks that we have here are Justin Fields versus Denver and C.J. Stroud versus pittsburgh jj we'll start with you what are you uh what are you feeling here yeah so i actually have this exact start set decision in a league this week um so i i actually went through and did my lineups last week so i can mention this pretty easy it's cj stroud for me um you know i look at how many points denver gave up last week and it, if any defense is like a get right game for fields it would be this one but man like i've been big on stroud since he came in so like i can't really say i'm surprised that he's took off like he is so far this is pretty much I mean, he's my number one quarterback coming in for the rookie class like that's never wavered um so he's pretty much doing what i expected so i i'm gonna keep rolling with that until he gives me a reason not to um you know you know i just need that one field game to see that he's back you know and then he's back to mustard territory but it's i'm trying to find like positives when i go back and like i watch the games after and it's just been brutal like all around he doesn't look comfortable out there he hasn't been accurate he's missing guys that are wide open i'm not even throwing it to guys that are wide open on some plays it's just it's rough right now. I'll go Stroud fairly easily here. All right, Joseph. I'm I'm still going Fields. Uh, the rushing upside, you know, gives him like as much as Fields has been bad as an NFL quarterback, he still hasn't been horrible as a. He's still been mm-hmm. pretty damn good as a fantasy quarterback. And yes, Stroud's been good too. Um, I just I, I 
I can't, I cannot sit there in good conscience, start a rookie quarterback um, against a Steelers defense that yes, hasn't been great so far this year um, over fields who has, you know, you know, it, he's still running quite a bit. So I will, uh, I, I will, I will stick with fields reluctantly. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I had to go back and forth on this one a little bit, but I, you know, initially I liked Stroud, um, you know, coming off a big win and Houston's been playing not terribly bad football. Mm -hmm. I mean, they've been in the games I feel like, and he's been a big part of that. Um, But overall, I feel like the, the rushing upside with fields is going to, going to take it for me. It's close for me, but, uh, I, I think I'm going to lean fields on this one. This is hilarious. Uh, Jamie, I know Jamie's actually saying somebody it's offered him fields straight up for Stroud in the dynasty today. And he instantly declined. I would too. Um, I, I mm-hmm. so l- little, little funny side story here. I've actually got Trevor Lawrence and fields in a single QB league. I put both of them up for trade this off season. Everybody went after Lawrence and I was like, nah, I kind of want to trade fields more. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> wanted fields. Like, okay. I mean, that was, yeah. everybody sort of thought the same thing I feel like. And so um, I get it. Um, another, for what it's worth, uh, I have a, I have Stroud, I think four spots ahead of fields in my dynasty rankings. Yeah. I, I mean, last, like two weeks ago. Point, so, I mean, at this point it's, you know, it, it you're seeing it. You're seeing what I was kind of yelling from the mountaintops that nobody wanted to listen to me all off season. And our producer was one of those like, oh, you don't believe. Well, yeah, I mean, okay. Um, but uh, sober money here. Uh, yo, question. What's up, man? In Dynasty, what would you add to Kyler to get Anthony Richardson? I mean, um, I. It's such a vague question. It's so hard to answer without knowing your team, knowing what you've got available. You'd have to give a little more depth. This feels like a question where you got to you got to run over to our Discord and, and kind of talk in in in, uh, in a little more detail with us over there, and we can give you a, a much better answer than we could on air here. Uh, so mm-hmm. fantasy6pack.net/slash/discord, yeah. jump in there, man, and uh, we can give you a much better a much better answer to that question. That that's a much much more involved. Question. Do we want to answer it like in a vacuum though? Like just assuming regular. I mean, like you're gonna dynasty? have to probably give like a you're gonna have to give a probably a, a fairly solid RB, you know, a running back or a receiver, I would say. Yeah. Um because Kyler's not playing right now. We don't know where he's gonna be, what he's gonna be. Um, Anthony Richardson is is looking good, at he's least solid. for fantasy. Mm-hmm. I, I don't yeah. really like him as an NFL quarterback. Um, yeah, he's kind of like a fields to me. Like, yeah, he's gonna he's gonna be okay. Uh, but to me, he's already passing way better than Fields already has. And maybe oh, it's coaching. He, oh, but, yeah. I mean, he's been um, hitting like almost 68 percent yeah. of the passes. I think. But it's you know, so you're gonna have to give up something relatively substantial <laughs> to do that. You know, yeah. Unless you're looking at like a a big Kyler fan. But anyway, we probably should move on here. All right. Yeah. Next question. So- Next, guys, we got lined up here is 
you just mentioned him, Trevor Lawrence versus the ATL or Brock Purdy like a rock star uh, versus Arizona. So, Joe, you can go first on this one. Which uh, which of these two do you like better? I'm still sticking with Trevor Lawrence. Um, I know he hasn't looked great the last couple of weeks, but he is getting that Atlanta defense. And I know, you know, they've actually looked better than I thought they would be. Yeah. But this game's in London. A lot of weird things happen in London. Oh, that is right. Um, oh. And – by the way, we're gonna get our random cow pits day. <laughs> I hope so, man. I London. hope so. <laughs> then everybody's gonna go, go trade him as soon as that happens. By the way, um, but <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, look, Atlanta's still not that good. I still believe in Lawrence, and I think this offense is gonna get right very, very quickly. They're just too talented to be looking this bad. You know, they they got kind of embarrassed last week, and I and I think they're they're gonna get right. And this will be the start of it. All right. Yeah, I uh, I'll go Lawrence too, but it's close. Um, I mean, the Arizona defense. I mean, they played my Cowboys tough last week. Last week, I mean, they made it tough to move the ball on them. Didn't give a lot once we got in the red zone. Um, But I do feel like this is a game where CMC is going to kind of go off. Um, So I think it's going to run more through him. So I don't know if there will be as much fantasy production for Purdy. Um, So I'll go Lawrence, but. I think kind of similar to how you felt on the last one. Like I, I don't feel super great about it. Like it's 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 close, but Lawrence by a hair. I'm gonna buck the trend here. I'm going with Brock. Actually, I think uh, I I agree with you. This could be a, a pretty heavy CMC game, but Purdy's been really good um, mm-hmm. and better than than I've really given him credit for. Uh, you know, I thought he was just kind of a flash in the pan. The end of their schedule last year was was kind of weak teams and whatever. And then, you know, the Eagles toasted him in the, the NFC Championship game. So, you know, he wasn't much to me, but he, he he's opened my eyes a little bit more. And, uh, you know, I, I've I've turned the corner on him. So I think it's uh, it, it's the big thing with him, though, this week is whether or not Ayuk's going to play, Samuel is questionable. Um, you know, they've, they've just got a slew of injury issues to deal with right now. But Jawan Jennings is also questionable. Um, all this courtesy of my update from earlier today of the uh, Fantasy Six Pack wide receiver depth chart. Go check it out on the site. Um, and the running back depth chart as well. Injuries updated. Uh some of them have already changed, so uh, I got to keep up with that. But I like Purdy personally, so I can't blame you. I mean, yeah, I think it's all... again, it's kind of splitting hairs for me. Lauren, it, just... it's tough. It's funny. My my mom, great. My mom plays in a in a family league, and and she's literally like, I screwed Trevor Lawrence. I'm playing Brock Purdy. I'm like, okay, you do you. Yeah, <laughs> I, I wouldn't do it, but I get it. I totally get it. <laughs> But yeah, um, all right, well, let's move over here to some running backs. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. 
At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. We're going to start with a, a juicy one here. Josh Jacobs versus the Chargers going against Raheem Mostert and the 70-burger Dolphins against the Bills. Um, and I think uh, AJ, you get this yeah. one first. I get an AJ and a JJ. This is confusing. I know. Well. Thanks, guys. This will be fun. Um, I I'm leaning Jacobs on this one. Um, I get it. Monster had a ridiculous game last week, and then was somehow outshined by his backup, uh, Devon uh, the chain a chain. Um, I mean, that game was just ridiculous. We were going to hit on it later, but we might as well just hit on it now. 70 points, people. 70 points. I mean, that's unheard of uh, for the most part. I mean, it has happened a few times in the past here. Um, it it kind of reminded me of... It's like 1960, yeah, by the way. And then 1940 before that. Of the game, uh, the, the golf... Rams and Patty Mahomes chief game mm, a few mm-hmm. years. Back. Oh, that was yes. like incredible Monday night. Was that golf or was that, a, was no. that Stafford? It was golf. No, that was, that was golf. Yeah. Was that was like, golf. The, I think he got, he got shipped out the next year, yeah, right? They just kept Patty going Mahomes. back and forth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that, that's like the Miami offense just kind of did that game on their own. By themselves. It was just <laughs> yeah, on both sides. Over. Yeah. Um, Buffalo's defense has been very strong, though, mm-hmm. the past couple of weeks. Uh, week one was was not as great, but you know they're they're coming into forms. Games in Buffalo, division game. I do not see Miami putting up another seventy spot. I don't think they're going to put up a forty spot. Um, I think this is going to be you know a tougher tougher sled for them. So I'm leaning with Jacobs. JJ. Yeah, I'm going to go Jacobs as well. I think this is going to be kind of his get right breakout game. Um, I, I wish I could remember what it was. I was listening to a podcast a couple of weeks ago and they had uh, Robert Turbin on and he was talking about Josh Jacobs and he pretty much predicted that he was going to need three to four weeks to kind of get his legs back under and really get going. And we've kind of seen that slow start. So I'm like, well, mm-hmm. maybe the ex running back knows what he's talking about. Um, so yeah. I'll go Jacobs here, but I am going to add this. There is no way I'm putting Mostert on my bench. Like I'm finding him in a flex spot oh, or finding oh, a way to yeah. my lineup. Yeah. Like absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no chance, no chance. Um, clearly, Mostert is in the lineup, and the reason why this is a question is because Mostert was drafted as like an RB six in a lot of leagues. Like mm-hmm. how crazy yeah. is that? And I drafted him almost everywhere because I was like, if I can get a piece of this running back room. For the Dolphins, which I thought this offense was going to be awesome, not seventy points mm-hmm. awesome, <laughs> right? Whatever. Uh, then I'm going to do it. And Mostert, when he's healthy, is phenomenal. He always has yeah. been. So you just had to hope, and you know, at that price point, it was an easy pick. Uh, yeah, I, I'm on Jacobs though. The matchup is sweet, and and I get it. You know, he has he's had a slow start. Look, he had a slow start last year, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden it was like you know, lit a fire up bird up under his ass and he yeah. led the league in rushing and touchdowns and, you know, fantasy points. And I'm not going to say he's going to do that again, but 
but he's gonna get going. You know, you mm-hmm. you had to expect a slow start from him after he after he held out like like JJ you were saying. Um, I just don't see there being any way that he is this bad the rest of the year. He's he's been yeah. pretty awful. So, um, yeah. and I'm my fantasy teams are especially Scott Fish. Really hoping he turns yeah. it around. So. That being said, let's move on here to our next one, and it is uh, returning off of suspension, Alvin Kamara going against the Bucks, and AJ's hometown boy, DeAndre Swift, going against the Commanders. JJ, what you got, man? I'm going to keep rolling with Swift here. Um, I think Kamara's going to have a decent game, but, I mean, even thinking back to last year, like, he, he had slowed down. I think it's been, like, two years since he's had a 30-yard or longer run. Um, so I do think he's going to be involved, but I do think it's going to be kind of easing him back. You know, they have Kendra Miller still there. Um, Tony Jones got some work last week as well. Yeah. Um, and Swift, man, yeah. he's just been on a tear, man. I don't see any way that you could put Swift on your bench right now. Like, I can understand not trusting it, but it's kind of one of those, like, I just feel like I got I to gotta take that lottery ticket every single week until it blows up in my face again, just the way he's been playing. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I'm, I'm on Swift here. Um, you know, they they do seem to be relying on him in the more important mm-hmm. running uh, running downs. And um, yeah, I mean, the commanders, believe it or not, the commanders, like as much as we want to, you know, tout their run defense, they're kind of middle of the road. Same yeah. with Tampa. So they're kind of right there. And give me the guy who's been sort of grinding already and already in the flow of things over the guy coming off suspension that hasn't had game speed uh, yet. Yeah. I know Kamara has been a fantasy stud in the past, but if you really go back and look at uh, Kamara for the last couple of seasons, he's not been that great. He's had like one or two blow Mm -hmm. up games that has really propelled his like, fantasy overall points you know i I think what was it in two years ago it was in the championship game yeah scored like 50 points or whatever it was and it was like okay you know and he did something similar last year i feel like you know and he's got that potential i'm just not sure that's gonna happen that i really doubt that's gonna happen this week so i i'm i'm in swift aj yeah i'm i'm leaning swift as well um I mean, you guys pretty much hit everything. So, cool. All right. Let's, so let's move over here to, uh, yeah, I guess that's the last one. Yep. We'll move right into the wide receiver position here. And we are looking at uh, JJ. This is a, a start two, Relay. sit okay. one. Okay. So, we've got Garrett Wilson uh, versus the Chiefs. We've got. Sausage Egg McLaurin at Philly, and we've got Mike Evans at New Orleans. So, who's the one you're sitting? I guess. Man, it's tough. I think the one that I'm sitting is the one like is the most talented, like the one in Dynasty. Like I'd want, you know, no problem. That's Garrett Wilson. I just I don't know how you can roll him out here right now. The Chiefs defense has been playing really well. Um, Zach Wilson has not. Um, I, I know there's like the chance that he could catch one and take it to the house like he did against Dallas, but I just if you're picking me, who's gonna have five catches in this game? I'm putting money on the other two over Garrett Wilson this week. Hey, Joe, what you got? I'm actually sitting McLaren. I don't okay. I don't like what I've seen so far from 
Sam Howell and the McLaurin connection yet. I was hoping for more. It just hasn't happened. The uh, you know the Eagles secondary isn't great, but they're not bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, they you know they might be trailing from behind, but come on, they were trailing last week, almost the entire game. You know by multiple scores, and he still couldn't really get it going. So this game's in Philly. Like, I know we don't like Zach Wilson. Garrett Wilson's still, you know, at least semi getting it done. Like, when he gets the ball, he's at least, like, making things happen, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. he's he's got more points than Terry McLaurin on the season. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to stick. I'm going to sit F1 McLaurin. I'm actually going to agree with you and not because of me being a Phillies fan and or Philly fan and uh, you being commanders. Um, I I agree with your points, though. The the other thing that worries me with this game is Washington was the first team to beat Philly last year in Philly. And, you know, I think that that's going to be they do play kind tough. of a sticking point. I mean, it's it's not necessarily you know that. bullets and board material that's going to be you know there for Philly. You know, while they're practicing, we don't have lightning rod uh, Heineke though. That's true. That dude brought some life to that team. I'm not he gonna did. lie, he <laughs> did. really did. <laughs> and I mean, it was. It was a hard game to watch as an Eagles fan, um, but I think, uh, yeah, I, I think the the Hal McLaren combo just isn't there at all yet. Um, and, I mean, even Hal's been struggling with it. Like, and I yeah. mean, you know, when 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 Hal throws four picks, that's that's a rough right. game. Yeah, you know, I don't think he's going to really do that helpful. again. But that was like a welcome to the NFL game against. That yeah, it really was because like, he had yeah. been looking at least mm-hmm. moderately decent every mm-hmm. game before that. And that that yeah. was like, yeah. oh, all right, mm-hmm. rookie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> welcome. All right, yeah. let's do the next one here. All right, so the next set we got here is Tank Dell versus Pittsburgh. Uh, 2-2 Atwell at Indy or Jordan Addison at Carolina. Joe, we'll start with you. Which uh, which one are you sitting Whoa, those three? Um, all right, so we got Tank Dell, Jordan Addison, and you got 2-2 Atwell. I find it Atwell in my rankings. Here we go. Um... Man, as much as I like the guy, I'm sitting Addison. And I know, you know, the matchup is looking on paper. When you see the Carolina Panthers name on paper, you're going, ooh, easily. This is an Addison day, right? Hang on. The Panthers have the fourth best defense against opposing receivers for half PPR. That's like without JC Horn, too, right? Fantasy points allowed this season. The Steelers, by the way, are fifth worst, and Indy is seventh worst. So Tank Dell, we know, is on fire right now. Tutu is still going to get his, right? We, we know that offense is clicking right now with him and Puka. Um, so 
I want in on those two still. Addison is a kind of a boom bust guy right now. It seems like you know he either takes one to the house like super deep, or he kind of just really isn't involved, which is exactly what we saw last week. So, um, I'm I'm sitting Addison out of those two as much as I I do like Addison. Man, it's crazy. Like I didn't get a chance to look at these ahead of time, but it's seriously like you pulled some of these like straight off my fantasy teams. Like I have these three receivers that I had <laughs> to pick two flex spots on. Like, it's crazy. Points. Like I was like, wow, that's wild. Pick, like, hey, um, here's the 20th, 21st, and 22nd ranked player. Yeah, so you're probably gonna have all three of those. You can't yeah, have so. all three of those. So we pick we pick scenarios where like legit people have all three of these mm-hmm. players. I know they do. Yeah, so I, I agree with you. Um, and obviously, um, my feelings for Stroud probably play into this, but Tank Dell's the easy one. He's definitely starting mm-hmm. right now. Yep. And the way I have it right now, I actually agree with you. I have two two in over Addison. I think um, I think, I think Atwell's the easiest one for me, but really um, okay. Yes, that's yeah. where I'm kind of I think Atwell's the easiest one. Tank Dell is sort of because there's a lot of mouths to feed still there for, for mm-hmm. Houston, right? You still got Nico, uh you yeah, still got you have a Nico Robert Woods, back. right? Addison, you at least know, for the most part, it's 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 him and, and Jefferson and Hawk, right? So right. at least it's mm-hmm. a little less competition, and yeah. you at least know the Minnesota Vikings are going to yeah. be allowing a lot of points because they and they can't run the ball right now, even though they got Cam Akers. I don't believe in anything Cam Akers can do right now. So, um, yeah. so that though I think it's Dell and Addison that are closer to me than Atwell. I, I think Atwell is a lot higher up for me. I would, uh, I would agree. I mean, I, I think this is a tough one because I have some shares of Addison. I've got a couple of, of Dell. I don't have any of Atwell. So he was going to be my like, ah, well, I don't know the guy, so screw it. But <laughs> I, I think Carolina, um, I'm sorry, Minnesota is actually going to try to, to run the ball a little bit more in this game. Um, <laughs> because of you know how good Carolina's been against against the pass. Now that said, Kirk Cousins and you know this whole passing game has been awesome all year. Okay. Number one fantasy quarterback Kirk Cousins. Yeah. <laughs> Who yeah. saw that coming? Exactly. So <laughs> um I think uh I think Addison takes a back seat this week. Uh and, and I think Madison kind of hits the ground running again, um, you know, pun intended. Um, they said they're going to try to play Akers, get him some playing time this week. Yeah, so that'll be interesting, play. you know, um, to see like good. his share. <laughs> I, so, I don't think he's very good. So I don't I, think I don't, yeah, uh... I'm not, I'm not scared <laughs> as a Madison <laughs> owner. Um, but you know, we'll so see glad I traded there. him in, uh, in dynasty. This offseason, somebody wanted him, and I was like, bye. Because <laughs> he yeah. finished very well last year. So I was like, you can have you it. Can, you can have Bye-bye. it. Bye-bye. My I'll team's rebuilding, so I was like, out. I know he's a young running back, but I was like, goodbye. Like, yeah. no. Uh, I'll, this guy was, like, hoping to win this year, hoping, like, Akers could put him a little bit over the top. Nah. Yeah. Um, all right. Third all right. receiver next, question next here. set we got here is – Cortland Ooh. Sutton at Chicago. We've got D Hop at uh, I'm sorry versus Cincinnati, or DJ Moore versus Denver. Oh my gosh. I think this is you, AJ. 
I think it is as well. <laughs> um, I, uh, and I think of these three. Somehow not start any of them. <laughs> I'm gonna right. I'm gonna keep it with the initials here and go DJ. I think I'm sitting DJ. Um, you know, since he finally got their first win last week, um, you know, their defense has been okay, but you know, D Hop's still a monster. Uh, I know he's still only got Tannehill throwing to him. Um, and we talked about fields earlier, but we talked about fields running the ball. So uh just the 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 whole chicago receiving core right now is kind of weak um you know dj moore is the standout there i mean hell cole Komet's not even really doing anything Komet's droppable and yeah i mean sutton's been great so far i mean mm-hmm, he's yeah. he's been more of the highlight because judy's been injured um finally got back last week was questionable again uh, today when I was doing my update. Um, so I, I'm sure he'll play, but I'd like Sutton better. So I'm, I'm sitting DJ. JJ, what you got? I'm going to, I'm going to sit Hopkins on this one. Um, coming into the year, man, I just, I was already fading this Tennessee offense, man. I feel like Cincinnati, I feel like they're going to start getting it right here pretty quick. Like I feel like they're going to start looking more like the team we expected them to be here. Um, I, I, is he even back at practice yet? I know he missed Wednesday. I didn't see if he was back to practice today. Hopkins. Hopkins. Yeah. He was on injury report today. Okay. So he's back then. Uh, must've been like a veteran rest day then. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's close between Hopkins and Sutton, um, or excuse me, Hopkins and more, I mean, um, but I'm going to go DJ Moore. I, I feel like he gets in the end zone again this week. Um, that Denver defense, I mean, we just saw what happened. Um, I don't think Fields has an overly great game, but I do think that he gets more enough targets where he can be productive here. So I'll, I'll go Hopkins sitting, but it's, it's close. Okay. Joe. Yeah, I, I agree. It's close between him and, and, and more, but I'll, I'll lean Hopkins only because he's still seeing more targets. And I, mm-hmm. I, I yeah, I, I don't like any of it. Uh, it's, it's pretty <laughs> ugly. Believe me, I, I bought, far too many shares of deandre hopkins thinking oh i can get him at a wide receiver three price sure this guy mm-hmm. isn't washed yet well i don't think he's washed and but he i went clearly think Tannehill is washed <laughs> at this Tennessee point and that offensive line mm-hmm. is atrocious uh, so yeah. you know maybe it's not Tannehill's fault but when he does step up and throw it's like dude that was nowhere near anybody what are you doing um it's it's not good so but dj moore i mean like he's kind of dealing with the same thing. It's just Justin mm-hmm. Fields. I mean, now granted last week, he probably should have caught one over the sideline that just fell right into his lap and he just dropped it. But even with that, you're talking what four catches for like 67 yards instead of three for 48 or whatever it was like, it's not mm-hmm. been good for more either. So, um, you know, and it, those two are pretty ugly. Sutton's just sort of like, He's seeing a lot more targets. Yeah, I think Judy's mm-hmm. going to get a, a little bit more involved here, too. Uh, and we saw it last week. Uh, so I still like Judy probably more long-term over Sutton. Yeah, But right now, it's it's Sutton. And then for me, it, it's slightly Hopkins over more. So, all right. Our all right. final start-sit question here. We got tight end. Mm-hmm. 
Kyle Pitts in London against Jacksonville. And then Tyler Higby, who apparently might be injured. Uh, I don't know if anybody really realized that when they wrote the question. Um, but um, let's, just, let's just say that, that he's healthy against Indy. Uh, I DJ, this is you, I think. Yep. I'm going to go, man. So... <laughs> My ride or die, man. I guess I'm gonna go Kyle Pitts here. Like I, I saw a meme today on on Twitter that was like, "This is me." It's like a guy yelling at himself in the mirror, and it's like, "You were right about Kyle Pitts. Arthur Smith is the problem," and like that is me right now. So I'm gonna go Kyle Pitts, but like, I mean, I, I've already benched him for like Laporta. Like that's an easy one. I started benching him last week for Laporta. So I mean, it's it's hard to trust Pitts. Um, but I mean, we, he led the team in targets and receiving last week. I think it's two out of the three weeks he's been like the leading receiver with like 40 yards. Um, so I'm just banking on an end zone, getting in the end zone. So I'll, I'll go pits here, but like, I can understand anybody that's completely off of this train. <laughs> yeah. I I'm, I'm going pits only because I mean, Higby's done nothing either. So, uh, mm. this has been the, um, you know, this has been the, the Puka and, and, and Atwell and Kyron Williams show right now. I mean, it's been okay. Last week he went five for 71. So I guess, you know, give him that. But since he sort of took away Puka yeah. and even Atwell for a little bit. So like, you know, I don't know if I believe that's going to happen again. Uh, but I was trying to look up the stats real quick and, I, and I, I meant to do it ahead of time, but I feel like Kyle Pitts has played well in London a couple of times like he okay. scored touchdowns there and if i'm not if i'm not uh wrong here you know but uh yeah let's, let's just go let's just go with kyle pitts and man tight end tight end's pretty yeah. brutal this year uh, of course again yeah so uh mark if you're listening uh i was right <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, I would start, uh, would you start commit over Pitts? I said, would you start commit over these guys this week? I know we said he's like borderline dropping, no. but I think that's a no, question. No, 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 really? No. Okay. Would I start no, commit would... over both of these guys? I mean, I think commit scored Pitts, uh, outscored Pitts two of the three weeks so far. I know for sure he did in week one. I mean, he scored. I think he's at like 10, Kyle, 7, and Kyle 5 Pitts has scored six and a half. 5.8 and 3.2 fantasy points. I know for sure with the upside of, of Pitts at that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm gonna go Pitts too, but I think I'm it's just close. going with the upside of Pitts and hoping something figures mm-hmm. out. But yes, I mean, I, I just look. We're all in the same boat. Everybody's going. What in the hell is going on? Get this man the ball. At some point, man, Atlanta. If you really want to win some ball games. I'm, you got Tyler. He- you got Tyler Heineke. We, we've seen it. I've seen it personally mm-hmm. in Washington. Yeah. This man knows how to play quarterback. It's not. It's not awesome, but he's gonna get his playmakers the ball. He knows what to do. Desmond Riddle looks lost. Mm-hmm. Get this man the ball, man. Uh, you know. Yeah, I I agree. I would I would lean Pitts just sheer for upside. Um, He's he's got to be able to do something, and yeah, Ritter sucks. Uh, as a Drake London owner, I hate Desmond Ritter. <laughs> he was going to be my 
my late quarterback target in a couple of leagues too. And I had just... a lot of Ritter, man. I'm ready to take my L though. I'm ready to see Heineke. Like I'm yeah. just like I've seen enough. Like he's not the guy. I don't think unless he just has like a dramatic turnaround. Like yeah, exactly. So uh, that that does it for our uh, our start sit section of the game here. Of the show question here and uh, we got a couple. <laughs> yeah, a, this is a deep dive. Uh... <laughs> Eric here asking 12 man PPR. How are we feeling about Keaton Mitchell? Just picked him up and stashed. Um, IR for Baltimore. Uh, Keaton Mitchell. Yeah, yeah. Ravens running back. I, I get it. Mm-hmm. Right. We're, we're looking at Justice Hill. Not, not healthy. We're looking at Gus Edwards. Uh, concussed. Melvin Gordon's not a thing. We know Kenyon Drake's not a thing. Um, I don't know if Mitchell's the answer, though. Like, at some point, Gus Edwards is probably coming back, if not this week, right? I mean, Mitchell could come back next week and maybe yeah, make Edwards a dent. Is, was not on the injury report. And then he'll, he'll practice in full, I think, today. Too. Yeah, so, like, I, you know, I, I don't – if you've really got the luxury of hanging on to a Keaton Mitchell, sure, why not? Uh, I yeah. just find it hard to believe that you're going to be able to hang on to a guy like a Keaton Mitchell who's not going to play again this week, clearly, because he's not even eligible to return until next week um, over some of these like free agent waiver wire guys that are going to pop up at, after this week because there is the inevitable injury that will will happen and there will be the, the player that you are going to want. Um, so I have no issues with it for now. Um, if if you want to stash him, and especially if you have an IR spot, but I I I, I don't know. You guys, I like think differently. I, I'm, uh, I'm sort of I'm sort of meh about it. <laughs> I took a shot in the in the dark on him as my last uh, last pick in the the draft in the dynasty six pack league. Um, yeah, I mean that, that's a different. Those, those are deeper leagues. Those yeah, are 12, it's, man. exactly. I mean, that's that. That's, that's what's tough about it. Like the the, the depth of the league just, maybe says mm-hmm. not yet. With a I'm going to assume probably pretty deep benches if we're getting the Keaton Mitchells for a 12. Or team, right? or like, he can just pick them up and throw them on the IR right away, which I have sure, no issue right. With. Mm-hmm. That that's one thing I don't have an issue with. So yeah. Anyway, guys, just keep them stashed um, for now. <laughs> let's jump over here to some news. To finish out the show, maybe. Uh, yeah. The top news and reactions. We're going to start off here with the, uh, and I think I threw it out of order here, unfortunately, but um, I actually want to start with that Miami Dolphins dropping a 70 burger. Um, sorry, AJ, I, I swapped yeah. it on you. Um, but I know we mentioned it earlier, but man, just how incredible was this performance? I, I, I mentioned the, the stats before, but um, oh, uh, NFL seventy point games, right? Um, funny enough, Washington has been involved in the other two games. Um, wow. One, one was <laughs> one was them being scored against um, by the Chicago. I'm guessing at that point, Bears. I don't even know. Um, at this point, it was like 1940. Um, uh, again, and and it was, yeah. So 
Man, now I can't find the stupid stat. I had it, but um, anyway, it was Chicago against Washington back in like 1940. And then I believe it was 1966. Washington scored um, like 72 against somebody. I forget. It wasn't the Bears. But um, so the fact that it hasn't happened in this amount of time just tells you how hard it really is and just how different, just how much the game has changed, right? It's gotten more competitive, things like that. Like, we just don't see this type of thing happen. And, 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 you know, I, there were like reports on Twitter that, you know, Oh, some of the owners were mad because blah, blah, blah. <laughs> like they, they thought they ran up the score. They freaking put in their backups at the very end of the third quarter. They were, I mean, yeah, yeah they were throwing bombs. Stop them. They're throwing backups uh, in. Yeah. Like, are you kidding me? They threw a bomb to Cho- Chosen Anderson Robbie. Or Chosen Anderson. Name is. Like, geez, <laughs> Robbie. Nonsense. Chosen. So it's it's kind of yeah. like, guys, and, and, and like, they would hand the ball off to Achan or whatever he wants to be called now. It's not Achan. I know that. Um, it's Achan. 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 They, they just hand the ball off, and then he makes like five dudes drop on the ground as he runs. So by him. yeah, I got a stat for on, you this here. Is nonsense. So like they were throwing it, but like a good chunk of their touchdown was or their their production was on the ground. So Achan and Mostert last week, I pulled it up. I had it in my recap article. So together. They combined for 375 total yards and eight touchdowns. Yeah, absolutely. Between the absurd. two running backs. That's insane. Let me let me ask you a question, yeah. JJ. Devon Devon Achane was and I don't know how to pronounce that wrong again. This is ingrained in my head right now. Yeah. It took me so long to learn A-Chain. I thought it was something else before, <laughs> and then everybody told me it was A-Chain, and apparently they were wrong too. I so, thought it was A-Chain. Um, so. so anyway. Uh, point is right. A-Chain was like the waiver wire darling this week outside mm-hmm. of maybe yeah. Palmer and we'll get to him in a second and maybe Quentin Johnson. Do you think he actually is worth the amount of money people were paying for him, especially in like fab leagues or like your number mm-hmm. one waiver wire? Like, do you think he has a legitimate role going forward or was this just kind of the game giving mm-hmm. him so? I think this was his ceiling, like for sure. This is it's oh, not of course, better it's, it's than the this. entire, um, the entire right. Dolphins ceiling. No, I mean, I really like. So he was my RB four in this class uh, coming into the draft, um, and then once he landed in Miami, like that was a dream system for him. And I, I don't know if you saw like the clip that was going around on Twitter, like when they drafted him with Mike McDaniel's when he actually made the pick. Like he's just like fist ah, pumping. He's jazzed about it. And then you see last week, like why he was so excited about adding that. Um, yeah. So, yeah, like, unlike the the Joshua Kellys and Jerome Ford to an extent, I actually do think he's going to be worth the money. Like, I think that you're going to want to start both of those running backs pretty much every single week until somebody shows they can slow him down. Because uh, he is, you know, he was drafted to be this guy. He, he was a third rounder, which I feel like anymore for running backs is basically a second round pick. Um, just the way that <laughs> all the running backs get devalued. So, I mean, he, he this is the role we thought we wanted him to be in, like, when he landed in Miami. And then it's just <laughs> chef's kiss, man. Like... <laughs> I like that. No, no, after you, it's uh, Jamie. <laughs> no, it's every first down the breath moves the chains, not the chains. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I, I have a hard time believing that Devon's gonna like 
carve out this massive role. Like at some point, Jeff Wilson's coming back too, right? And so we can't forget mm-hmm. about him. Like he is the real deal. Like Jeff Wilson is good. Oh man, um, I think, I he think is, man. Better, like him and him most and most are, are super good. We were talking about it last year. Mm-hmm. They kind of play, you know, one A one B to each other. Um, and so yeah, it this this game I think gives uh HN uh a much more established and much more of a you know for the coaching staff reasons right like hey mm-hmm. i'm i'm a i'm a dude give me the ball i can make things happen we'll see you know we've seen monster games like this before and then like nothing ever comes of it so i don't know i i I wasn't willing to spend, you know, the the 70% fab that I've actually seen spent on this guy in one week. But mm-hmm. um yeah. anyway, um right. next next topic here, we got the big Mike injury. Um uh, you know, this is kind of what happens. We're we're used to this now. We're trained to knowing that Mike Williams is going to be injured at some point during the fantasy season. Um this one's tough though because he is you know on the older side um this is a fairly major injury and i don't i just don't know if he's going to be able to recover from this to get back to the form we're used to seeing in those you know boomer busts mike williams seasons uh when hmm. he when he's been healthy um but of of these you know, guys that we're looking at here, you got, you got Palmer and you got Johnson. Um, JJ, who do you think is going to step up more between these two? I um, in the short term, I think it's going to be Palmer. Um, I was a little bit down on QJ uh, compared to like the consensus. Like I think I had him down at uh, number four um, for the pre-draft when he was coming in. Um, so I, I, I don't know. He's raw. So I'm not surprised he hasn't really taken off yet. Um, so I think in the immediate short term, I think it's going to be Palmer. Um, but if you tell me at the end of the season that uh, Johnson's taken over, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, they basically drafted him to be the Mike Williams replacement. You know, that the guy that can go up when at the, mm-hmm. when at the catch point, get down the field. Um, so, yeah, like if, if you need to pick up somebody to start him this week, I'd say Palmer. But if you're playing the long game, I'd go Johnston. Yeah, I, I completely agree with you. Um, almost like I actually think to some degree it's, still Palmer long-term this season. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we've seen him do it. That's, that's the difference. Right. right? And mm-hmm. you know, he's been a reliable guy for them last year when both of these guys were, were out. Um, you know, yeah, he had games of 12, yeah, 10, 8, awesome 10, 7, 11 targets, like, and, and produced yeah. not like a true wide receiver one, but he produced. And now he doesn't have to be the wide receiver one because Keenan Allen's still there. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully Eckler will be back soon. Um, Johnston will still be there. The one thing working in Johnston's favor is that right now, so far this season, the Chargers have liked to run three wide receiver sets a lot. Mm-hmm. And so Johnston's going to be on the field. In fact, I mean, proof, right? Palmer has been on the field a lot. You know, he's run, yep. you know, he he's run, you know, almost as many routes as Mike Williams. Um, So in in fact, in game one, they ran the exact same amount number of routes. Um, So it's, 
it's there for Johnson to make a difference. He's but he's got to perform to out to to pass Palmer in in the depth chart, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Yeah, yeah. I I think uh, for me, it's definitely Palmer first. Um, and you know, I, I think long term QG would or QJ, sorry, would be the better play. But you know, you need you need something to plug in now um if you lost williams and i think that's just going to be palmer for at least the next handful of weeks i lost out on all the palmer bids i put in because i was not i i just man i people went bonkers like 50 percent of their fab mm-hmm, on him yeah. and i was like whoa I didn't think that was going to happen. I, I, I thought people were you, all over. Because if you look at Twitter, everybody was like, Quentin Johnson, Quentin Johnson. And I was like, all right, so I can go a little under on, on Palmer. Yeah. Nope. I, I think a, you that, beat that me out psych. by like 50 <laughs> bucks. And then you got beat out by another $50 in F6P Friends and Family League or whatever you want to call it. Uh, the OG League. I Yeah, I mean. And I, I, yeah, I actually... I bumped up to close to the 350 or whatever it was. I put I think 36 I still would have out of 100 lost. on him and still got beat out 50 to 36 in in the uh, in the fantasy six pack uh, listeners and and, and uh, JJ, you're in that league with us. Mm-hmm. That's the yeah. uh, Laplant. He, yeah. uh, he 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 got him for 50 bucks because he lost Mike yeah, Williams. I mean, it, it makes sense. And of course, like he listens to us, so he knows that. He knows. I gotta go like in on this. <laughs> he knew I was going hard after him. So, yeah. oh well, it is what it is. I'll, I'll make do. Um, last question here is, uh, you know, Derek Carr's hurt. Probably gonna miss a few weeks with that, you know, AC joint shoulder injury. Um, Jameis. Winston yeah, buddy. Time. Gunslinger, baby. Let's eat um, them W's, baby. Look, me personally, I'm just going to cut it short here. Me personally, I am not worried at all about no. the pass mm-hmm. catchers here. Yes. Am I worried about the Saints possibly winning more games? Yes. Because Jameis Winston is a complete wild card. However, mm-hmm. because he's a wild card, the offense is lights out with him sometimes like Alave, michael thomas Jawan johnson is gonna get some i actually like kamara better with him there like car is fine car is safe and reliable and and yeah maybe he'll win more games i think me personally winston elevates this team from a fantasy standpoint which is what we mm-hmm. love yep so much more so gimme 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 what do y'all yep. think I'm, I'm a big Jameis guy, man. I've liked him since he came into the league. Like I'm, I'll ride with him any day. I mean, I, I don't like it. 30, but, 30 uh, every season. Let's get it. You <laughs> know, you know a little something about that. I do. Yeah, I do indeed. Uh, I don't talk yep. about it. <laughs> yeah. All right, so we're gonna end it there. So, um, we're gonna have a little fun to end the show. Um. And, and I totally missed the, the banner there on that one. Sorry about that. We're going to have a little fun to end the show. Uh, we're going to bring a little something new. Um, calling it our... We're, we might change the name. We're going to give it a hashtag at some point so you guys can can do it. We'll look at us. Look for us on Twitter about this. 
the silly string over under bet of the week. And what this is, right, is we are using the fantasy six pack. Oh, do we have a a question? My bad. Uh, Uh, Did we? Oh, no, we don't. Um, (laughs) So give me. What we're using here is um, we're using the fantasy six pack um, FanDuel, which are half PPR projections. You all can use whatever projections you want to, to join us and have some fun with this. But we each are going to pick one player and say if they are going to beat, go over or under their projected points that is on our site. You can use whatever projections you want. Um, just post it on Twitter. Hashtag us again. I will post it eventually. We got to pick it. We got to pick it. I didn't plan that out as well as I should have. Um, but um, if you lose, you need to get silly stringed and videotape it, right? Video it with your phone. Videotape it. I'm old. Uh, sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> Break out the old it, camcorder. Record it, record it on your phone. Post it on social media. Watch hashtag it. us. Um, <laughs> but you also need to post your... Yes, you also... <laughs> Please be kind and rewind, right? <laughs> That's right. Um, that is correct. Yeah. Um, if you... If you if you're going to join us, post it on Twitter. Uh, you can comment on our thread that we have about the show, post your bet, and then own up to it later. Uh, post your video if you lose, win or lose. Um, so who wants to go first? JJ, you're the guest of the show. Why not? Knock that so Swin may seem a little out of left field because he has not broken this projection yet. But – we kind of just talked about Jameis. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game in that one. So I'm going to go Chris Godwin over 9.91 points, half PPR. I feel like they're going to put a lot of attention on Mike Evans. Um, I feel like this is going to be kind of the game where he kind of has like that normal five, six, seven catch game. So I'll, I'll go Godwin over 9.91. All right. All right. Keeping things spicy here. Uh, I am going to go with... Mr. Devontae Adams um, at LA. He's projected for 1606. I'm going with the over. Um, We just saw what Minnesota did to this Chargers defense. Um, And, you know, Jefferson specifically had seven for 149 in a tutty, so 13 targets. And Adams just is coming off of a huge week as well. I mean, he's just only gotten better so far this year. What's um, his projection again? It says 16.06. Sorry. All right, yeah. So I, I'm i taking the over on that, and yeah. I'm hoping he comes through. I mean, yeah. he's uh, the, the only worry is that, you know, Jimmy G is a, a little banged up too, but... Uh, yeah, Jimmy G is not necessarily... Uh, but uh, I do like Kirk Cousins, I do like but... that one. Uh, I have him right there, to be honest, with that projection. But you know, he's he's one of my top four receivers this week. So easily, if he actually finishes top four, he's easily breaking sixteen. Uh, so I'm going over to running backs, and I'm picking Mr. James Conner going against the San Francisco 49ers. 
projections have him around 12.2. Uh, I think it's 12.22, actually. Um, not not to be confused with uh, Tutu Atwell. Uh, but no, uh, San Francisco, um, their, their run defense is better than it looks like on paper. If you look at their points per, per game, they got thrashed randomly against the Rams. Um, just all over the place. I, I do not believe that's them for real. Other than that game, they have absolutely dominated on both sides of the ball. Um, so I know the Cardinals, as we've mentioned a couple of times, have been you know surprisingly competitive. I just don't believe it's happening here. Uh, and and Connor is going to get pretty shut out here. So uh, he would have to fall into the end zone, I think, to, to beat this 12 point projection total and my ranking under my rankings have him below that so um so i am under there so there we go so we will post these on the uh on the twitter thread about the the show i will do that tomorrow uh feel free to jump in and and join us on the fun you know uh i'll I'll add a hashtag to it eventually we'll we'll talk after show and uh and and pick one and so you guys can jump in that's how we're gonna know you uh i I can find them and call you guys out if if you missed your pick so uh anyway uh jj aka jordan sorry gotta say it Uh, at least once so uh thanks for jumping on with us man man. Uh, i know it's gonna last minute but uh great talking with you again always fun doing it uh let us know where they can let everybody know where they can find your stuff and uh all that kind of good good stuff man yeah um all my stuff is with fantasy six pack so if you're a member over there i mean you're going to catch it all there um we do dynasty ranks uh every wednesday i found out not every other wednesday so i'll have my ranks updated every wednesday moving forward here Uh, um, and then every uh sunday or monday morning i do i'll have like a written recap of all the games from sunday and thursday is kind of like my main fantasy takeaways from each game Um, i believe that's actually free content right now that's not it is is there's a a lot of free content still Mm -hmm. but uh you know the the, the juicy, the good stuff, man, is, is behind yes. the paywall. But no, so that, that's that, the, that was a fantastic recap article. I, I'm they, not they're fun to write, man. I do them like just throughout the day on Sunday. So I have that every Monday morning. And then um, usually Monday afternoon to Monday nights, uh, my Dino Six Pack Dynasty uh, podcast comes out every Monday. And then uh, I guess, oh man, Sunday mornings too. I guess I'm on like our start sit show <laughs> Sunday yeah, mornings man. too. So Sunday, Mondays. I love to have you, man. That's fun, oh. man. Yeah, it's uh, great. Yeah, man. All right, man. Always a pleasure. We will. Uh, yeah, we will. Uh, we will see you later. And um, awesome, man. thanks yeah. for having me. I'll see I you Sunday morning. <laughs> see you, man. All right, AJ. I think that is it for us. I'm sorry. I'm trying to do all the buttons all at the same time. It's not working very well. Yes. Um, that is it for me, man. Uh, so this game right now is 33 to 17.